1: That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and we'll discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm really excited to speak to my next guest. Today, we're talking with Candy Kellen. Candy, along with her husband, Gary, have dedicated a good amount of their 25 years of marriage to teaching and supporting married couples, drawing from a variety of their experiences in Kenya, Rwanda, and big and small town USA. Their commitment for helping marriages grew even stronger when Candy had an aha moment to reach more couples. Let's bring what we do online. This realization led them to establish their company, Building Stronger Marriages. Before founding Building Stronger Marriages, Candy and Gary connected with thousands of couples in groups and in person, providing valuable tools, sharing personal and others' stories, and offering practical exercises and resources for married couples. Candy and Gary deeply care about your marriage and want to help you become more prepared for any challenges that may arise. They believe in guiding couples towards growth and want you to know that you don't have to face the ups and downs of marriage alone. Recognizing the value of learning from one another, they encourage community and continue to actively build an online marriage community where couples can connect, share, seek support, and find encouragement. Candy also shares insightful tips, marriage quotes, and personal stories in her series, Marriage Moments in a Minute. As members of their community, couples will not only have access to Candy and Gary's experience, but will also benefit from group coaching, interactive Q&A sessions, live challenges, and more. Because Candy and Gary are committed to their marriage community, they actively listen to their members' thoughts and suggestions so they stay true to their goals of meeting married couples' needs as well as helping them feel right at home. I have had the pleasure of knowing Candy for just a few short months, but I have enjoyed getting to know her more, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. So let's talk to this beautiful lady. Welcome, Candy. It's great having you on the show today.
1: Hi, Leslie. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you for saying yes. So <laughs> so let's start first by getting to know you a little bit better. Please share a little bit about your life and how you grew up and then we'll segue into what you're currently doing today. So the floor is yours.
1: Okay. I grew up, well some people say I never grew up, but I was raised <laughs> on a farm in a small town Minnesota and I had three older brothers, I had wonderful parents I was blessed with and I was a tomboy. <laughs> I did a lot of sports i I maybe having the three older brothers is why um we had a really neat community, so I was happy with my childhood i and can't say thank you enough to those who were part of it awesome but tell tell us a little bit more like how you grew up like what
0: what were your hopes and dreams? I mean, I know we all have a backstory, right so
1: um, if you're willing to share that, we'd love to hear that. Sure. actually, I always thought I was going to be a teacher or a coach. Uh, in fact, if I go back to the hometown, people ask me what i'm I've done before I started doing this online, and uh, they're surprised I wasn't. but I guess I'm being true to my heart now because I am doing the coaching and I enjoy it. So, as far as hopes and dreams, I always would do my, I'm I'm the type of person that always does my best. And if I set my mind to something, even if somebody says I can't do it, I will just, I can't, I guess I don't know how else to say it. (laughs) And that's okay. I know it can
0: feel a little bit like you're thinking, well, how did I get like, what was my life like? And I think the reason why I want to start there is because we all have a backstory because we're all doing something today, obviously. Um, you know, we go through life growing up, you know, having our peers, uh, dreaming with our peers, you know, deciding what we want to do with our lives. And then we go out into the real world and maybe what we talked about, we actually start doing, or maybe we find a roundabout way in our journey to get back to what we thought we wanted to do in the first place. So that's kind of like why I wanted to talk to start there first. So Thank you for sharing that little bit. <laughs> little bit about you. Let's talk about your business. No problem. Okay. So tell okay. us what, So tell us more about what you do and how you discovered your passion and purpose and what steps you took to pursue it.
1: Well, my husband and I have been married 25 years, and we can't remember a time where we didn't have a heart for marriages. So we've been helping marriages through, mostly through group settings. And it was just one day, it was kind of like, let's do this online because we've been helping people. We've talked to thousands. We've talked to a few. We've, most of the time it's in groups. And it was, it was like, we don't have to do this alone. Couples need to know that. And it's, there's so many couples out, out there that we talk to or get in a conversation with that. Why not learn from each other? Why not be there for each other? So that's why we're creating the marriage community. We really do care. And people say, well, you know, why are you, may ask why you're doing this, but anybody that knows us doesn't ask that because they know who we are and they understand that we will do all we can to guide and to walk alongside and to hopefully help them be prepared for not if, but when something happens in their marriage so that they will be able to maybe move move through that difficulty easier and faster hopefully and also like i said the community because we do what we do we we're part of a lot of communities online and i want those married couples to know how important that is so we can maybe establish connections or we can help them with just seeking out what they need or maybe one of the things we say is help us help marriages and then help us help your marriage so it's hard not to want to do this for us because it is so deeply ingrained in our hearts
0: and i love that and so one of the things you did touch on and, and i'm curious because you you say a lot of people who know you know that this is your mission this is your purpose in life so how do you approach someone who might not know you but you know clearly is looking for that support or or needs a community to, to get that kind of support, what would you say to that person that doesn't know you? How would you ease them into your world?
1: That is a good question. <laughs> you know, if somebody doesn't know us, we would, first of all, we got to, it's, it's a personal thing. And marriage is obviously very personal. So we want to, them to get to know us, to trust us, to realize that they can, really trust us with anything that they say we're not going to share. We usually do this in groups like I said, but we have done plenty of one-on-one also, but our focus is groups. So when we introduce ourselves and it's like we're just here to help. We have a servant heart, we want to serve them. we want to see them build their marriage because we are meant to be relational and there's too many people out there trying to do it all by themselves. And I, we believe in why reinvent the wheel, because there is so many other people that can help you. And that's what we try to do is bring in like what we've taught, bring in what other people have taught, give tools, exercises, do the marriage moments in a minute. We're hopefully going to be doing some live challenges soon. And it's just letting them know all that. And actually first, before all that, it's. We want to get to know them because we can't help unless we know where they're coming from. What are their needs? And that's why we say we really do listen to our group because it's not about us. If you look at our, our group, it's Building Stronger Marriages Together on Facebook. You'll see at the bottom, it says your marriage, your community. And we wholeheartedly believe that because it is about helping those married couples. Yeah. And I love that. I think. You touched on the community part is having
0: each other as a community, helping each other through those times, especially it's like having that like minded person in the room with you. They understand what it means to be married. So having someone who understands what it means to be married may not have the same perspectives, are, but might have the same experiences and how can they help each other. So I mm-hmm. like that having a community like that is really important because I believe we're better together when we stand up with each other to help each Absolutely. other, Absolutely, you know, especially too, like when you hear in some of the, you know, some of the weddings that I've been to, and one of them is like, asking the community that they will mm-hmm. support this new couple who are now embarking on a journey together and mm-hmm. because it even though they say it takes a village it really does and the village is not necessarily that everyone's putting in their two cents but it's having that support that community mm-hmm. to lean on so I love that what you're doing so thank, thank you for sharing yeah that. so can you share a specific strategy or a mindset shift that's played a, a significant role in your success
1: as a business owner? It goes back. The strategy is, it may sound too simplistic, but it it's helping those married couples. That's the strategy. And we really will put all the effort that we can into helping them. So, And I know that's not much of a business strategy. Both Gary and I, my husband, have a business background, so we're okay with setting up, you know, the business plan and all that, but ultimately, our end goal is helping them grow stronger because no matter where we're at in a marriage, we can get better. If you're struggling or if you're you're not, I mean, we have a good marriage. We're very thankful. Did we always? We've had struggles. We've went through a lot of challenges. and. We want people to know that we're just human. We're just a regular couple. Well, some people say we're not regular, but anyway, we're just a regular couple that has experiences, that we have learned things and we want to share that. And we know other people who want to do the same. And why not do that? I, I can't see not doing it, to be honest. I'm excited to be able to help. I look forward to when I can help. And uh, so I don't know that I answered your question, but for lack of a better word, that's our strategy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. So so I understand that strategy piece, but what was the actual reason behind? Because usually there's, you know, we, when we get into business, like, for example, I'll just give the example of myself. I went through specifically you know, some things in my life and through my own self-development work is why I got into what I do being a self-care coach. So as you and Gary have been married now 25 years, you decided at some point that you really wanted to help other marriages thrive. Was there something that perhaps you, both of you decided there was that shift in your own lives that created the idea that we really want to help build these stronger marriages? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I mentioned that we were in Rwanda and Kenya, and that I think was the flip of the switch that helped us see how important it is for people to hear. Because when somebody gets married, it's like they we expect them to know what it's all about. And it's like too many people don't have a clue. And so that was a big start of the transition, I guess you could say, but what really happened that got us to this, to where we're at now is my husband and I are, we're getting older and it was like, well, we want to use the life that we have left on this earth to mean something, to have some value. And that's exactly, and we prayed about it and within two days, somebody contacted Acted us out of the blue about what we do for others and it was kind of like that's confirmation it's exactly what we need to be doing and and my husband still works but this is my job and so when i need him to video or do something uh, or we talk about a lot of things together but the decision was made that we're going to put investment into learning how to do this online and share to hopefully as many couples as we can, what we know. Yeah, and I like that, and I
0: so, and that's where you had that shift, right? Because yep. it's going through life, married, and we've got you know, we're building our marriage, we're strengthening it. How can we help others? So there was that shift, like okay, let's talk about this. You know, let's let's take it to God, which is what you've done, mm-hmm. and you received validation through someone reaching out to you saying, okay, yes, he's speaking to us. This is what he wants us to do. So like, let's, let's look at how we can move forward through this. So I, I really, really appreciate that.
1: Actually, to be honest, it's not just that one time. It continues to be validated. It's been so neat. It's almost like we're sitting back watching this all take place, but we have to do the work, but it's really not work. It's our passion. So it continues to be validated. And so, you know, the the mindset that many people talk about, I'm very blessed that I don't have that because I know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so I can't doubt it. I can't question it because it's been confirmed so many times. Does that make sense? That's
0: great. No, and I love that, that you even clar- clarified it a little further because That is, I think, where people get the most clarity is when they start seeing that there's evidence supporting what they're doing. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you found. So Mm -hmm. awesome. Yes. So my next question is a two part question around self-care. The first part of it is what does self-care mean to you and how do you prioritize it in your daily life?
1: Self-care actually means I'm, you know, I'm I'm strong in my faith. That's very, very important to me. And so my self-care is making sure that the good Lord is always on the forefront of everything I do. One of my prayers always is, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable to you, O Lord. And I truly mean that. So actually my self-care may be different than a lot of people, but we got to do what we feel we need. And if I don't spend my time in the morning with the Lord, with just reading or talking to him or sitting there and just taking him in, that's my self-care, honestly. It may sound odd, but yet on the other hand, it's what keeps my saw sharpened. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, and that's okay. And I think, you know, you mentioned it about it might look different from others and that's, that's okay because our self-care, what we do. And of Mm -hmm. course I feel like self-care is, is, you know, a lot of different little things that we do for ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. spending time together nurturing our relationships, spending time with God. Yes, that's that's part of your self-care and that fits your lifestyle. And I think it's really important that people recognize that it's not a, a one size fits all model. It's how mm-hmm. it fits into your life. And so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I appreciate how you had said like, this is, this is me and that's, yeah. that's okay. That is exactly what it should be. It should be what works for candy, not what works for everyone else, you know? Right. So I appreciate that.
1: Well, Um, and and also part of it, part of it is just my husband and I have a rule that we never go to bed angry. If we have something we need to deal with, we communicate and talk about it. Now that doesn't mean there's still not hurt or there's still not frustration, but yet we wake up in a calm. Does that make sense? It's there's that that tension isn't there because we dealt with it. And so part of my care too is we always kiss and hug and wish each other well, you know, whatever it is that we do, we always make sure that that's part of our morning too. And I feel cared for when that happens. (laughs) Does that make sense
0: too? Uh, Absolutely. And I think that, again, it comes down to the nurturing of relationships. And it's Mm -hmm. it's important, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just about, all of the other things, like a lot of people look at self-care as being like mani-pedis and massages, getting your hair Mm -hmm. done, you know, uh, going out for a great lunch or buying themselves something. And those are great. Those are feel good things, but, Mm -hmm. you know, really essentially things like what you were saying, you know, what really lights you up, what really marks your day for success Mm -hmm. is what is is essential for you to have that beginning uh, of your day uh, where you're spending time with the Lord, and you're making sure that you know you're right with Him, and you know y- utilizing your tools the way He sees it to make sure what you're doing is on point. You know, because mm-hmm. again, the purpose, your mission, comes from Him. And then also, I think too, is making sure that you are taking care of each other. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of self care. People don't recognize that that nurturing essence of us is part of self-care. So truly, uh, I like that you brought that up. One of the things I wanted to ask you is how, which is the second part of this self-care question is throughout your day, um, you know, making sure that you've structured your day in a way where you get, you know, enough, enough done that you feel satisfied, that you're also spending time with each other, all of those things. How do you find that balance perhaps between your personal and professional life? Again, because when you're working with couples, I know that it's not about sitting down for an hour and you're discussing something. I'm not really sure of what your entire process is, but but when you are spending time with others, you know, trying to help them go through that, timing-wise, how does that balance between your personal and professional life with your self-care, making sure that you're not all consumed with this couple, that you do want to be helping them? But you don't want to be all consumed where then it takes away from your well-being. You want to be able to still serve and be able to give them the tips and the tools that they need to be able to implement themselves. Because it's not about codependency. It's about them learning to be able to take that back home with them. So how do you find that balance? And what tips could you give our listeners who might struggle with this?
1: Well, first of all, when you say it's about them learning, it's about teaching them to fish. So (laughs) You know, that that's the scenario that I think of or the saying I think of. So you're right on point there. I appreciate you saying that. Um, As far as balance, I would say it has got to be an intentional, purposeful point in time that you know how much it means or how important it is to each other and to like the individual. It's your couple, but you're also two individuals. So when we teach the groups, it is hard to not stop because you want to help as many couples as you want. But something that like when my husband and I are talking, if he's distracted, I have this saying, listen to me with your face. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's effort. It, it doesn't just happen. I mean, We've I don't know, like I guess that's the main thing. It's intentional, it's knowing how important it is. You have to have it as a priority. I know we've all heard we all have 24 hours in a day, you know, all those things. But if you don't make a point of doing it, if you don't put it as that is key to your life, it won't happen because all the busyness will swarm in, and before you know it, the day's gone. And that's hard, especially. I mean, I have a a daughter with five kids, five grandkids, and I have a daughter with three, and their lives are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm glad I've already been through that. But I love being a grandma. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know I can see where, especially when we're help if we're ever there helping them out because they live far from us, both of them. And I can see where it's it is very hard, especially when you have children. But yet on the other hand, we don't have children. We're at home and we still need to make sure we're intentional because the time flies by. I just turned 60 this year and I'm like, where did that go? So I'm glad that we've been intentional, but yet on the other hand, it is a daily, it's a daily decision. Maybe that's the best way to put
0: it. Yeah, I love that. I think that really sums it up. So thank you for that. So my last question is, As a woman in business, you know, because you recognize, and of course you're in business with your husband, but as a woman who's in business, and I know you have a business background, but not everyone has that as their background. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to women who may want to start their own businesses, but they're afraid to pursue it for, I don't know, maybe fear of that it's not going to work out or they won't do it right.
1: Fear is something that stops a lot of people. And it's fear of the unknown, I think or too many times we, and you know, what are people going to think? I, I haven't had that, thankfully, because I know with such passion, this is what I'm supposed to do. But yet on the other hand, the those that haven't been in business may not have that confidence moving forward. And, you know, can I tell a story? Sure. <laughs> I'd love to hear your story. Okay. Something that happened when I was, I don't know, it was quite a few years ago. It was probably 15, 20 years ago. My dad had cancer and he struggled like seven and a half years before he passed with that cancer. And I would at times bring him to his chemo or radiation, whatever it was. Well, one day we were sitting in the chemo room and he was in the chair getting his chemo and I was next to him. And we started talking about what we. he always said when we were growing up. It's one step at a time or one day at a time, which we've all heard, right? And he looked at me with, it just was so, I can still see it like it was today. It was just with so much meaning. And he said, well, Candy, now it's one drip at a time. And that has helped me. And I hope it helps somebody else to realize you're not going to be able to do it all. You're not going to be able to, but you're going to get stuck you're going to have problems. We can't control our circumstances, but we can control how we react to our circumstances. And we have to remember that. So one drip, it adds up. It's hard to imagine, but that's the advice I guess I would give to someone starting out is, or wanting to do this. You can do one drip every day, or you can do two drips, whatever it is. It does eventually get to the point where you need to be. And that's what I use. That's what I try to make sure I remember. I love
0: that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. I really love that. Cause I think it, again, it is about that one step at a time or that one drip at a time. We sometimes tend to try to race to the finish line and we miss out on so much, you yes. know, if we're trying to race and instead like enjoy the process. I think, I think a lot of it is that people think there is a destination, whereas you know, I truly believe and it's something I had written. I I'm probably not going to even remember the entire quote, but it's our life is a journey mm-hmm. and and it's always evolving. And, it, and, it, and it's really in essence that our destination is in the journey. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not ever going to stop learning. and We're not ever going to, if we allow okay. ourselves to, not stop living, not stop enjoying, not stop going after dreams and goals. And if it is only one, as you said, one drip at a time, that gets us closer and closer to that goal. You know, it's better to continue even if it's only baby steps than to not at all. Right, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I really love that. So, thanks for sharing that. I actually do have one last question that I'd like to ask you because it was it's around you specifically. Um, you, yeah. So, <laughs> you had said um, in your marriage moments in a minute series that you share valuable insights and personal experiences. So, could you mm-hmm. highlight one of these moments that had a profound impact on your own marriage and explain how it shaped your approach to helping other couples?
1: That's quite a question. I guess I I go back to just a little story. I like stories. <laughs> and I don't know if it's profound, but it's a fact. When we get married, it's, you know, people are like the honeymoon stage or, you know, love and it's actually embellished. And uh the thing is is love is a decision and it's a choice. So one of the things that I talk I've talked about in there is I love my husband and there's no doubt about that. He loves me and we're, we're not ill-willed. We're, I heard that from a speaker one time. We don't get up in the morning saying, okay, what can I do to get, get him mad at me? I mean, that's not our, our purpose. Our, our mind doesn't go there. At least I hope it doesn't go there. (laughs) Um, But so it's not just about the love. It's about do you, do you like them? You got to like them too. And too many times we don't we don't like. Sometimes you know the f- familiarity sayings. It's true, but the reason why it's doesn't happen is because it's got to be takes it takes some effort sometimes, especially when you're really frustrated or they're really doing stuff that makes you mad or whatever. So it's a conscious decision. I love them. I may not like what they're doing, but I love them and I'm going to continue to love them. And sometimes I don't like Gary. (laughs) I got to be honest. And that's exactly, you need to know that that's normal. It's okay. That doesn't mean that there's a problem. And another thing that I guess we always say is never, ever say the D word, divorce. That should never come up. Never. Because why? You are committed. You need to focus on that. There is solutions to your problems. Those problems are usually short-lived. We've been through a lot in our marriage. Actually, this is my second marriage and I don't know if many people know that. I came from an abusive first marriage, mostly verbally, but to tell you the truth, the hit versus the verbal, the verbal is much harder. Every second marriage. His I won't get into, but he didn't want that to the divorce to happen. It was, he was blindsided by it, to be honest. Um, so we have learned through we haven't had it easy. I mean, I was a single mom. I had to raise two daughters without any financial help. That was tough, very tough. But it's continuing to go. I think I got sidetracked on that. Sorry, I do that. Oh, it's difficult. Yeah, but but it's and then, and we had like, my dad had cancer. My mom had dementia. My husband had cancer. Um, we had to send our daughter away because she went off the deep end, which was, you know, very, very difficult. She had five kids. Two of them are preemies and two of the others are micro preemies. Um, and one continued to have to go to the hospital. There was a few times we thought that we'd lose her. So you got to remember You don't know, especially if you're, you're apart from each other during the day, you don't know what your spouse went through. You don't know how hard a day they had, or if someone they knew, like my husband got a call that like one of his clients just passed unexpectedly. I mean, I didn't know that unless he would have told me that. That's why we actually make a point when he gets home and we used to do this with the kids. They knew we had 15 to 20 minutes and we intentionally communicated with each other. And uh, like I said, I'm going sidetracked, but. No, I
0: love it. I love what you shared. I so love that because uh, especially when you're talking about the family connection part, it's, it just seems like I started noticing a trend that, you know, kids were spending way too much time in the, with their their Game Boys or their mm-hmm. whatever, you know, in front of their computers, in front of some kind of tech and not really communicating and spending time as a family sitting around the dinner table, taking time That's to style exactly. your day, mm-hmm. ha- asking, how is your day? You know, what what did you do today? Uh, what how it was school? Learning just to continue supporting each other. That's mm-hmm. what I love. So not only are you focusing on building stronger marriages, but through that process, I really feel it's building stronger families yep. through the, the strength of the parents and being able to show their children what a strong uh, you know, union looks like so they're when their children go out to do the, you know, to find they find their, their person and they get married and then they decide they, they're ready to start a family that they've already had some really good role models to mirror mm-hmm. or at least to be able to go back and say, Hey, mom and dad, you know, did you experience this? This is what we're experiencing, but not looking at it from a point of like, I'm bashing my partner. But as a couple, maybe coming to the parents as a couple saying, hey, we have questions. Can you help us? So I love this. And I I really, really love what you and your husband are doing. So thanks so much for sharing today and sharing your story, like some of the personal parts of your story, because I think this is what will really help our audience connect more to what you're doing because they're seeing you are not only helping other people, but you've lived through some of these challenges of your own and you're helping your community work through those challenges as well. What you learn, mm-hmm. you're you're helping others. So I'm so excited for what you and your husband are doing in your community and how you're helping them um, have really great and solid relationships. I, as I said, I'm happy that you both are doing this work because it's just so needed.
1: And to tell you the truth, like I said, it doesn't feel like work. It's our passion. Yeah. I'm one of those that gets up in the morning or doesn't go to bed at night because I am doing what I know that I love. And, you know, it's, I'm blessed that way. I'm very fortunate. And uh, I thank you for letting me come on here and talk about what we do. And I got lots of stories if you ever want to hear
0: more. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I definitely am going to make sure that our the show notes provide our listeners with how they can get in touch with you because you just, you know, again, marriage is not, you know, people get into, you know, as you were saying, the honeymoon stage is great. The honeymoon stage of a, a new relationship. And then things start to get real. When you get married, it's not about the wedding day and then you ride off into the sunset. It becomes real. And it is a form of work but it's a form of work that allows you to actually really honor your vows of going through life together and you can build such a beautiful life if you take mm-hmm. that intentional time to really work through things and allowing each other to be seen and heard. Can I say one more to thing? Speak with me. Yeah
1: absolutely okay when you mentioned the honeymoon phase um what people plan for their wedding, they don't plan for their marriage. If people put as much time in planning for their marriage as they did their wedding, their marriage would be even better. And I think that's just a little tidbit that hopefully makes some people think. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's a great
0: way. uh, Great words of advice to someone again. Yeah. The wedding is great. The honeymoon afterwards is great, but it's the life part. That you mm-hmm. really should be, you know, think about what that's going to really look like for the two of you. And are you willing to put in the time to make it work? Because mm-hmm. a lifetime is not a couple of years. A lifetime is your your entire life. So mm-hmm. looking at it from that perspective. So thank you again. I appreciate thank you, you Leslie. taking time. And
1: oh, to fun. our listeners.
0: Yeah, thank you. And so, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and an amazing week. I hope you enjoyed what you have heard today and uh, definitely check out the show notes to see how you can get in touch with Candy and Gary and and maybe become part of their community. And until then, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep designing your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, Stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time.
1: Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electriccast.com
0: and join our community today.
1: Electricast. Transform your influence.
0: Electricast. Hey, guys. It's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In,